please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. syndrome beefers uh welcome to wired shut <laughs> i'm your host jesse he's your host logan i'm your host logan he's your host jesse and um yeah welcome to episode 57 down syndrome beefers <laughs> i God. mean i guess it has to be called <laughs> that now right? <laughs> maybe that'll get us some um what's that word seo some hits yeah seo <laughs> I was going to say SOD, and then I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Some IHC. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, no, we're going to find a bit of title. It goes from strength to strength. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. De- uh, oh, no, no. <laughs> Let's not, yeah. Let's not, yeah. Um, I'd like to say we'd edit this bit out, but we won't. <laughs> Uh shit. Okay. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. To <laughs> it's uh, the third of June, and we're um, <laughs> beefers. <laughs> we even came up with calling boobs beefers. It's uh, terrifying. I thought you did. I thought that's why it's so funny. I'm just trying to. No, we don't. We don't do original comedy. <laughs> this is mock other things wait, that other hold, people came up. Hold with. the phone. This is well, comedy. I don't know. We and we <laughs> do we technically fall into the category of internet comedians yet? Um, that's what I tag every episode under. So yes. Yeah, but you, you tag it under comedy and we're on, on the internet, but I don't think anyone <laughs> would ever give us the credit of being internet comedians. We find us funny. Um, really, that's, that's all Who that decided matters. to make a Dark Crystal reboot or sequel for Netflix? I, I don't know. The, yeah, I, I don't know. What... Is it CG? Is it puppetry? Is it CG puppetry? It looks to be either puppetry or, yeah, puppets recreated with CG. I don't know if that's uh, anything anyone needs to see, but there you go. (laughs) Don't disagree with you. Um, Um, Alright then, if there was a thing to talk about, did you see Detective Pikachu? I did. I did see Detective Pikachu. What did you think? Um, uh, so boy, yeah, those, uh, those Pokemon game freaks sure like their daddy issues. Yeah. It's pretty much it. It's like, this is, uh, this is a movie about that question about Ash never having a father (laughs) and what it would actually be like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very, um, old Disney cartoon, like. What happened? Well, his his mum died, yep. and then his 
dad did something that he didn't understand because he was a kid. Yeah. And then he never talked to his dad since. <laughs> Pretty much. Now his dad's dead. Welcome to the movie, kids. Pokemon. <sighs> yeah, and it's not like... I, I mean... I... He was a child of enablement. Uh, enablement. His uh, his grandmother uh, obviously let him just not go live with his dad, and that's yeah, it... set up his complete distance from his father. He did that, and his dad kind of just was... let him do that. What age was he when his mum died? Uh... Did it sort of establish it? Not really, no. He said like, oh, 11, 12? Because he's meant to be like 21 in the movie. So, not old enough that when he was supposed to go live with his dad, anyone would take his wishes into yeah. credit. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's just being overly critical about a plot point that just serves the narrative. But It's a good setup. I, I liked the film. It was, uh... it was a good reader or a vehicle. I thought so. <laughs> From what, that two minutes that she was in that movie and then got blown up? Yeah. yeah. I love that she got blown up towards a door and then disappeared. And then it's like, are we, are we just not seeing the part where she just went splat on yeah. that door? They did a, uh, like, yeah, for a, for what is ultimately a kid's movie, there's a lot of uh, pretty blatant, blatant, yeah, implied deaths and masturbation jokes. Um, yeah. I mean, that I was very much as soon as I clicked like two and two together that this was a intentionally cookie cutter detective noir plot. Mm, mm. I was like, okay, I actually don't need to. Like, I I know where the plot's going, whether I pay attention or not. Yeah, it, but um... at the same time, it was kind of like it's, it's still a likable film, so. It makes you wonder whether or not it's worth doing another one in the same vein or just in the same world, but a different kind of story, if they would just... Because well, that is an extremely accurate retelling of the game, correct? Yeah, well, not necessarily of the game, but post-world, post-game world, like 20 years ago. Mewtwo was created and then escaped and then they captured... No, no, I mean there is literally a Detective Pikachu game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like a DS detective, like a knockoff of a... um, It's a bit like a Phoenix Wright game, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, and it only came out in um, 2016 as well, so it's a fairly new game. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much as soon as they made the game, it, they must have decided this is the movie we're going to make. Which is strange. It's, it's one of yeah. those things where I'm aware of it. Ooh. You know when you just want to... It is, yeah. It's, it is essentially a retelling of the of the game. Like, Tim Goodman is the main yeah, character. Yeah, I mean, you saw in the credits all the, um, all the like, anime drawings of the characters in mm. the movie. I could be wrong, but I think that was literally what they were based on. But um, I, I'm all for the the weirdly real-worldernized Pokemon characters. Oh god, so am I. Like it made it's like I I I'm I'm totally about the I don't give a fuck that they're off-putting. 
Yeah, I like the fact that they're they're meant to be. They, they're not like. Yeah. It, uh, uh, but the the big the, thing they that clearly made I a good struggle was was they um the, the the entire movie had terrible amounts of. I'm a I'm an extra or a just a semi background actor patting midair and they're drawing a Pokemon over top of my hand. Yeah, there's no. It was, um, it was horrifically obvious if you ever look into the background of any. Yeah, it's there are going to be some of those designs that are going to age really poorly. Because um, it was quite obvious they weren't even having stand-ins there, like people, or, or yeah, green screen little puppet things, or yeah, they were just clearly filmed a shot and then figure the rest out later but yeah, um it was, it was entirely just we'll add them in post and go for it yeah i i liked that it was a it was a clear uh like photographic choice to film it in a like a cityscape noir setting to make the pokemon seem more real if that makes sense it, it when they were out of the city it, yeah, it, there were parts of it that started to fall to pieces watching it in terms of the, the, the character designs, but the Bulbasaurs looked fine, but yeah, there was those little floaty flowery things that didn't look quite as good as it as they would have under like neon lights in the city at night. But Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with, um, and I saw some, uh, it was a YouTube video about special effects, um, the fact that while the Pokemon themselves don't look exceptionally real, mm. they are really well blended into the scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're, they're really, yeah, like you said, well lit and accurately lit for how the shots are. So they, they feel like they're in the scene, whether they look fantastical or not. Mm, mm. Like it's, um, yeah. Much it was... the same way you just sort of accept who framed Roger Rabbit because the... The, you're seeing happy cartoon characters in very darkly lit scenes. Yeah, exactly. Like it, the, the oh. characters inform the scenes. Uh, the, sorry, the the scene and the tone of the film informs how they've lit the characters, as opposed to just these are Pokemon. Pokemon are always bright and happy. We'll yeah. make Pokemon bright and happy. There's um yeah, it's a type of realism on the live action side and the animated side. That, yeah. Um, you get that kind of crossover where they make sense. It's not Uncanny Valley and it's not glaringly uh, Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just seems to work. So, yeah, I, I was happy with it. The, it was hard to look at Charizard because of his skin, but not in a bad way. It's like, oh, yeah, he yeah. would be a giant salamander. They're not pretty to look at. No, they've got that kind of weird gooey... Um, What... Why, um, what was I going to say? Yes. Did, did they vaguely imply that, like, if you die, your Pikachu die, your, your Pokemon dies? Um. No, I don't know whether they were suggesting, like, if he had gotten killed, then his partner Pikachu would have just died. Or if he died, his Pikachu would have been with him and therefore been killed in the process. I couldn't. I, I think it was saying. would have been killed in the process because um, neither of them. Yeah, I think they because they didn't recover 
either body, so they just assumed they were both dead because they saw the footage. Ah, okay. Um, so I yeah, I got the vague implication that it meant that if you make a like life bond with a Pokemon and you die, that Pokemon just craps it. Uh, right. See, I was thinking briefly <laughs> whether or not you're questioning if you die, then your Pokemon is put down. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I I was taking it from like a magic place where ah, you yeah, just yeah. go. No, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Also, that that city is not a place in the Pokemon world, is it? Uh, it's not a city that's been in any Pokemon game. No, it, it isn't. No, Rhyme City. Um, it's in the Detective Pikachu game, but I don't know if it's ever been explored anywhere else. Uh, let's find. Is it just R O M E. Yep. in Kapuchi Island. No, um, it's only ever been in the detective games, but it's it mentions, it makes reference to like Sinnoh and um, Kanto and stuff, so it's believed to be part of the same regions, it's just not one of those main regions. Although its location relative to the other regions is unknown. Mm. Mention of trainers, rangers, contests and Alola. the Aloha region indicated it's in the same world as the core series alright um, based on the video footage I was watching like, mostly it's like heavy rain but Pokemon huh yeah like it's you mostly just seeing characters interact, study things actually to be honest with the visual style and the how dated it looks because it's for a small screen it's more like Indigo Prophecy <laughs> yeah um oh the, did you um, ever play that game front to back well yeah. I said Indigo for Prophecy what I mean is Fahrenheit because we're not in the United States the, yeah I was like that's the same game right yeah I played Fahrenheit through it had aliens and like your brother and stuff yeah, in the weird sex scene where you're a corpse. Yeah. But the lady has sex with you. Um, they specifically say that he is cold and dead. It's like um, fucking Twilight all over again. Well, it's like, yeah, you're as cold as ice, and then she has sex with him, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Don't know what that well, worked out well, like, but power like, to you. It's like the sex scene with Dr. Manhattan, right? He's like, it's like licking a battery. <laughs> Yeah. So okay then. <laughs> That's what you, like you want to put. In, a <laughs> if you want to put a battery inside you. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So there you go. Twenty nineteen. They finally beat the whole. There's no such thing as a good video game movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, it is a good movie, and maybe that's still the mark to push past. Hmm. Like it, it is, it is a solid six and a half to seven out of ten. Yeah, it's a movie I would happily watch again. Yeah, mm. which is, and like, I, I remember, um, I got really badly primed when we went in there the, because it had kids movie trailers at the start of it and none of them were funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! By the yeah, time like the, the movie Secret started, Life of Pets. Jesus was, Christ. Yeah, or the fucking, um, but at least that has some decent comedy writers and stand-ups behind it. Mm. But now, like, the 
Asterix movie and the oh fuck that's a thing they're still making those yeah they've made it and it it had just like I watched the entire trailer and it was I don't know maybe a minute 30 long Mm. it felt like five minutes and not one joke said was funny Uh, neat um yeah I don't know if they're making a sequel to the Detective Pikachu movie, but apparently it was uh, meant to be. De- they offered the role to Danny DeVito originally, but he didn't take. He didn't want it. I mean, which just means that the at the end, Danny be... DeVito would be his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which just makes because his mum would be black. It just basically becomes Frank Reynolds, who did you know <laughs> when he had those flashback episodes yeah. to his um. To his his whore, it's your dynasty. That's right. Just just spell it out on a on a sign, and it's just shady, nasty. <laughs> Sharp apostrophe well, dynasty. Yeah. Well, the the second they they showed his mum and showed that she was like had way darker skin than the sun does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when I was like. Oh, they're actually making just Ryan Reynolds, this kid's dad. Yep. I I, I didn't actually know that it was going to... Go that way? Yeah, I, I think... I picked I, up I on that when I... Yeah, that, that and the fact that they never showed his... Like, the first time they, like, clearly obscured his face, it's like, yeah, cool, they're clearly yeah. trying to hide the fact that... <laughs> didn't he recognise his dad's voice? That's what I don't get. I don't know that at all, yeah... Also, um, did, 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 his, did, was that the dad's consciousness? Oh, yeah, right. We, it's his voice. It's Pikachu's it's, memories. It's. But, but, because the dad, after the dad sort of wakes up, he says he has an overwhelming urge to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. So that took me to believe that no, whatever Pikachu was at that time was some sort of brand new hybrid of the father and the Pikachu's personalities or like its own thing entirely. Yeah, that makes more sense. I mean... Because they're not... That, well, basically, it was just well, the yeah, fact that he's th- gone through this entire movie bonding. That's That's what I've just worked out what I found so jarring about the ending. He's gone through this entire movie bonding with a character, mm. and so is the audience. And then with the sort of rug pull of the ending, that character's dead. <laughs> yeah, he he, 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 he no he, one no one currently alive retains his memories. The Pikachu doesn't. Ryan Reynolds doesn't. And there was never at the end when they were meeting to you know at the train station. There was no like moment of him feeling something stronger for his dad or the pikachu yeah yeah he just like was like i'm gonna try and have a relationship with my dad now but he wasn't like quite rightly he should have been bummed that like his best friend and pokemon life partner now just ceased to exist because that pokemon's his dad's pikachu again yeah exactly and he's not gonna ever be able to understand that pikachu ever no we have to assume as well, unless him being also, exposed to the R stuff made him. No, it didn't. What is yeah. up with? Um, why did 
Mewtwo put the dad and the Pikachu in the same body until they found the kid. Because um, he couldn't heal the father without the son? Why? Uh, but it's not explained that his body was yeah, dying. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. Exactly. There is yeah. no... There is no plot reason that is ever expressed to you why the sun is needed. It just says that he couldn't restore his body without the sun because, I don't know, DNA or something. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, it's it's not that there couldn't be a reasoning in there. It's that there is no reason given yeah. to you. I mean, it's not the worst Ryan Reynolds body swap movie logic. <laughs> Because there's that one with Jason Bateman. <laughs> um, Fucking hell. Yep. Um, did you notice when they walk away at the end how badly his knees move? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Has he got those Deadpool knees from all those stunts? His his knees go at like 45 degree angles outwards when he walks. Oh, man. Is he, he, re- he, I mean, was he wearing was he? like big clunky boots or something? I don't know, but he had like skinny ass jeans on him. I I just remember thinking, Jesus, was he that fucking? I don't remember him being so skinny. Well, I googled Ryan Reynolds' bad knees, and it goes straight to a Pinterest where somebody's assumingly drawn a picture of Ryan Reynolds chained and on his knees. <laughs> For the sake of continuity, I'm going to have to look at it. No, it's no, I'm not going to register to Pinterest just to look at photos. Yeah, fuck no, off. Fuck Pinterest. I think I signed up the podcast, so you probably could just log in if you want. <laughs> you know what? No. Um, have you seen Godzilla? King no. of Monsters. But feel free to say anything about it if you have. It's uh, Yeah, I saw it last night, and it's... Um, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Yep. It, uh, it's never going to be a highly intellectual... Uh, well-crafted story. Uh, you've got to suspend your disbelief as to how the characters in the world has gotten to this point since the 2014 events <coughs> of the first movie. Well, what's, but how much? What's changed? Yeah, like um, what well, kind of adds that plus what they talked about in Kong Skull Island, and then this is the result: is that Monarch has come out as um as a, like a public scientific organization um, who have you know been studying these things for decades and so they're the ones who are being on one hand trusted by the world to figure out a way to save the world from them or um, be taken completely under control by the government because they're not in a government organization okay um so yeah, they've, they've, uh, you've basically got two two schools of thought that are battling each other throughout the film, which is kill them all, including Godzilla, or we need to learn how to uh, coexist with them because they're not going anywhere and they were here first. I thought they established that no one had the power to kill them. Um, like we just physically couldn't even if we wanted to. Yeah, it doesn't stop people from thinking that they should try. Um, because... I think they were tying it into the fact that in the first Godzilla movie, he was te- like they did find evidence that he had died or like gone under done something where he was gone into stasis, and a lot of the other 
kaiju had also gone into stasis over the last thousand years or so so they thought they could do something like, like that again back to sleep uh, yeah or yeah, or at least nuke the shit out of them because well, they didn't they didn't kill if i remember rightly it's not that they killed godzilla itself but they killed others of its species no no, no, it wasn't that at all. Um, or was it that they nuked it back to like a skeleton and just progressively grew back? Yeah, I think that was it. It's no. um, it's a they established in this film that it's a def- like Godzilla and the other creatures are defense mechanisms to protect the Earth from it from. Yeah, they're like anti-global warming creatures. Yeah, um, and that they've it's basically what was it Final Fantasy where the creatures have been created to protect the Earth from it, like to. Yeah, they're made from the earth to protect the earth. Yeah, um, yeah so it was fine. It was it was hammy and overacted in parts. Uh, and there's a shitload of um, like the Thomas Middleditch character and the other uh, old funny guy character just has like quip after quip after quip. They get an opportunity to say something and they'll they'll make a funny. Yeah. bring a bit of brevity to it but otherwise i, I liked it the, the the monster scenes were fucking phenomenal like shitloads of godzilla for it like it wasn't uh there was no thematic choice to kind of hide godzilla um from plain sight in this one they just like went full tits with it and um yeah oh, so they i mean i i know i'm in the minority because clearly I misunderstand what those movies are supposed to be mm. in terms of what Godzilla movies are. But I liked that the first one tried to like obscure him until late in the movie like he was a horror movie monster. Mm. Because but, it... Yeah, that he was it, a it um, made his force of nature. Relative to... Because when you show things... When you show Godzilla from the human eye view, he's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Um, if if all you do is pull the camera like half a kilometer backwards and show him having a fist fight with a different strange monster, mm. you can't not make that campy. No, and there were they did do those money shots, um, like big pullbacks, but they would maybe do them once every half hour throughout the film. Yeah. So you only got like four really good ones, four really good shots of that. Um, but the rest was yeah, um, shaky crash rooms. <laughs> Yeah. Um, obscured parts of yeah the bodies and, and eyes and stuff doing their thing and people being absolutely terrified by the sheer scope and scale of what's going on around them uh, the the main monster they did really well to set up that all of them um, are different versions of like forces of nature uh, so are they like do they actually connect to specific things like that like, yeah um, so Rodan which is like the giant flying like Pteranodon creature yeah is like born out of a volcano and so is made of like molten ash and fire and stuff and so it spreads that smog and shit when he flies and like just fuck shit up that way uh, that way. uh the bad sort of covered in weird yeah um the the main bad monster mon- like king Ghidorah, the three-headed dragon thing yeah. um its wingspan is um like miles long um, and when it flies, it, it creates like electrical storms around it and like tornadoes and shit. So like they're, they're just showing like maps of like all these massive electrical storms over the entire planet. 
uh, and that's how it travels. You can't really see where it is. You just follow the what you believe is a giant storm, storm and it's there. Um, but they've learned that it's not like Godzilla is meant to be the alpha to all these right. other creatures about what they've discovered, like 20 of them, including um, King Kong. But they established that Ghidorah was not from Earth. It was uh, okay. it had found its way to Earth and um, it and uh, Godzilla were battling it out, had been battling it out since before human history uh, to be the Alpha. Right. Um, one really cool setup that they did was that, what was it? The, um, uh, that Godzilla's original home was Atlantis. City. Yeah, so they they com- they confirmed the um, Hollow Earth theory from Skull Island. Horror. Um, because they noticed that Godzilla just like disappears when they're tracking him at a whim, um, and then appears like four hundred miles uh, away somewhere else within minutes. Um, okay. And so they managed to track him down um, after he gets fucked up and like dies essentially. So they managed to track him back to through one of these Hollow Earth portal things and um send drones down there and um yeah find all this old pre pre pre-egyptian pre-roman pre-persian architecture in this massive city and it's never called atlantis but you're like okay cool that's the lost city of atlantis and they show old um murals and paintings and stuff with like godzilla and the other creatures and shit okay um, but there's this massive radi- radiation kind of pocket there that Godzilla's like feeding on. Right. Uh, but naturally, Ken Watanabe uses that opportunity to say, you know, that's going to take decades. I must um, be with my friend and um, set off, detonate a nuke and uh, bring him back to life. And he sacrifices his life, Brian Cranston style, to do that. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, He's like, I don't want to be in the next movie in this series. Pretty much. Um, and what's her face? Sally Hawkins dies as well. Sally Hawkins plays uh, Brian Cranston's wife from the first one. Juliet Binoche. Oh, that was Juliet Binoche. Maybe no, I was thinking different characters. They're different characters. They just have similar faces. Ah. Um, oh, the 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 like white woman that just hangs out with Ken Watanabe all the time and finds what he says really important. Yep. Yep. That's the one. Um. Yeah, it's 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 setting itself up nicely to to just keep doing what it's doing. It's not a world-ending movie. It, I was going into it thinking, cool, there's a new world order and shit's gone to shit. So this is just the way it is now, which it kind of does. But um, it looks it, very apocalyptic in the trailers. It, it gets to that point. Like we have to assume that millions and millions of people die throughout the course of the film, and it shows. So is it basically every time it walks past a city, it just annihilates it? Well, it's not just it, like, because Ghidorah, they're all, they all communicate through, like, um, ultrasonic frequencies, which they, which Monarch discover, which is um, what Vera Farmiga's character builds, like a machine to be able to communicate with Mothra. Right. Um, and use it to um, talk to the other creatures as well. Uh and track them and do all of that kind of thing is and, and just connect them all but so they established that um with godzilla like godzilla gets smashed Ghidorah 
basically sits on top of a, of a um, volcano and declares its um, alpha status and all the creatures around the world, no matter where they are, just start like laying waste to everything and help um, help Ghidorah try to essentially terraform the planet in his image. Oh, okay. Um, with like his massive lightning storms and shit and just wipe the earth clean because he doesn't want it to be earth. He just wants it to be whatever it is that he owns. Um, yeah. Yeah. So all in all, it's a good film. It's a it's a schlocky monster movie film in terms of um, logic and, and plot, but and it ends with a like a classic Japanese Godzilla style, like uh, he is our friend for now. Thank you, Godzilla, and then he goes into the ocean. The end. Yeah, some cool creature designs though. Some really phenomenal creature designs. There's this massive woolly mammoth type thing without a face, but like giant legs and tusks in front of it that moves around and just like destroys things um, you're like okay cool it's never a face and while like this just here and it's maybe implied that there's a face under there or... yeah yeah it's just like this very front heavy with its legs kind of body shape right. to it um let's see if i can find a picture of it Godzilla. Uh, 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 uh. There it is. Uh, if you Google images Ma Mammoth Godzilla, it's the first sketch. Kind of like a gorilla, gorilla body, body but with um, elephant legs and tusks and things. Alright. That's kind of cool. This is called Abaddon. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a big screen kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I don't... I could tell it was going to be at least good because Toho, the, create, the, the, the Japanese owners, yeah. were withholding their, um, their comment to... Uh, or they were withholding their, uh, their legal right to... No, not just their thoughts, but their legal right to renew the franchise for another twenty-five years with with Hollywood Studios. Oh, until this movie came out and how it did. So about a month ago, they declared that it would, like they were extending the contract. Right. Which yeah, they'll yeah. Wow, Ghidorah is huge with these action figures. I'm looking at. Yes. Uh, I mean, because. Like wings, it, it doesn't have it, arms. It's just three heads and wings, yeah, and feet. Um, and its its wings actually have multiple, like arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's three different, four different, uh, um, like body strut things out of its shoulders to fly the arms, fly the wings. Mm. Um. So that's how they justify its its nonsense physiology. They just say it's not from Earth. Yeah, yeah. Like all the other things are, are ridiculously uh, <laughs> bizarre in terms of the physiology, but nothing has three heads and um, yeah. massive wingspan and seems to breathe electricity. Um, Does it ever use its two lower heads like arms? No. Oh uh, okay. uh, no, no, no. They 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 talk to each other and shit, but. Talk? 
yeah like get each other's attention hydra style and things but it is the the basis of the hydra myth as well oh like within the story they say that Ghidorah is just what we think of when we yeah the, the stories of the old hydra that um yeah did what it did was was Ghidorah uh, any reference to dragons and being benevolent or malevolent um benevolent sorry um yeah. yeah all all came down to godzilla and, and Ghidorah. so they've existed longer than human history both of them on on this planet but it's just that yeah when godzilla went like it seems to suggest that there have been like eons where Ghidorah ruled over the planet and then you know godzilla would rise back up and take over again so and Ghidorah would go into stasis and yeah so they, they so they just sort of are immortally um swapping between winning and losing pretty much yeah but um and it suggests at the end of the film that Ghidorah, even though he just gets absolutely ravaged and fucked up and beheaded and shit that he will be back the south will rise again. yeah like the, the whatever they are they um defy the laws of nature can't necessarily be killed um but godzilla seems to usually be the exception to that rule because he's atomic <laughs> in nature uh, and they all kind of feed on radiation, but Godzilla especially seems to be uh, running yeah. on on radiation. Yeah. So they like nuke him for the final battle um, to to revive him and heal him, but they do it works a little too well, <laughs> so he becomes thermonuclear and just like starts pulsating like red shock waves out. Okay. So they, there's like a twelve minute fight scene where like. By the end of it, he essentially just explodes. All right. Is fine by the end of it, but just like explodes. Is he too? Yeah. Is he um? Is he is he like shown any newer super moves other than the? Uh the no, like the mouth laser thing. No, that's always just been what he uses, but he uses it a shitload more in this. Um. They spend a lot of time with, um, so Kyle Chandler's character is like a, a biologist, so he understands uh, animal communication and things. And that's He helped Vera Farmiga build the machine that can communicate with them, um, communicate with the, um, with the kaiju. That they call it the orca. It was designed to um, communicate with whales. Right. And so Monarch get their hands on it and develop it into something that can communicate with the kaiju. What level of communication are we talking? Um, as in, can use different fr um, sonar, essentially, frequencies to control them, um, pacify them, or direct them to fight, or um, essentially they say, when we've got an idea of what frequency works on which, which kaiju, but if you use the wrong one on the wrong one, um, you may incite like a... Um, a, a a request to fight or um, to mate or anything we don't know so yeah they make reference to kong and they show the back of him and like footage but that's like he doesn't show up in the movie at all um even though he in all rights should also have been controlled by Ghidorah to do things yeah um I i'm guessing that he is a third kind of alpha and doesn't yeah well do it like he, the others did. 
they have to justify him fighting Godzilla if they're going to bother to do that. So yeah, he can't be just rank and file, I guess. Um, um what what? That movie comes out in nine months as well. Like <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I I rewatched um uh the King Kong movie. The old damn, Peter Jackson worse one. Worse than I remember. The Peter no, Jackson. No, no, the 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 what's the uh, Skull Island. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like a a movie. Extremely, <laughs> it's it's a movie movie. There's yeah. no. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. No, 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 no. I I didn't remember that. Which, it's it's really stark and different compared to um, how super self serious um, the original Godzilla was. True. Yeah. In terms of um, yeah, because it, it's it's tone and mystery. Well, yeah, it's like combining. Well, the twenty fourteen Godzilla was done by the guy who did Monsters, right? Yeah, I presume so. Which is why it was what, like it was. It was a mystery film. Gareth Edwards? Yeah, that's right. Who directed this one as well, like the new one. It was yeah. still him. Um, but the, the 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 King Kong one was extremely... Um, like even the even to the point where like some of the, I think, Monarch people were quite intentionally goofy. And there was like intentionally just... Samuel L. Jackson was basically evil by default. Mm. I think it was because they were putting it into the Godzilla world, but still having to run off the King Kong archetype of a story where you've just got a ragtag bunch of um, people with all different um, different motives coming together to do one thing. Yeah, fair call. Um, did you watch the Death Stranding trailer? Uh, no. Not in its entirety, no. How's that or work? And then forgot eight and about a half it. minutes of it, or whatever it is, nine minutes, basically. Mm. It's. So, based on what they're showing, um, some sort of event happened. The United States is pretty semi post apocalyptic, and everyone exists in pockets. Um. The Death Stranding is a weird, like, event that causes these ghost things to turn up. And if you um, kind of antagonize them too much in some way, they create what's called a void out. Where it's basically the entire area will sort of, like, pull into weird black liquidy shit. Mm. And, it, and everyone will get dragged with it, and the entire area will just, like, get a sphere cut out of it. Oh, right. And it seems like everything that gets cut out gets dumped in some weird altered dimension, mm. which you get you see in bits of like this sort of weird, mucky, undersea, slathered in oil, World War One location, mm. but also like covered in other shit. Um, you you plug babies into your I don't know how, what or why they are or what they do but there are babies and tube in in container things that you like plug into your suit and that allows you to see and detect the creatures hmm. um, because they can what well, 
I don't just know. set up if they, I think if they're genetically engineered based on because it, it implies that some people have certain abilities to see them that others don't right right so it may be they're genetically engineering or um, cloning or something kids to be used so that you can see them yeah yeah because okay. it it seems to imply that either the kids will never grow up or then they're screwed by just being used because it's so dangerous mm-hmm. or you physically use them up until they run out i can't tell hmm. um yeah there's also the weird sort of horror hell dimension which i don't really understand what that is but you see like yeah world war one battlefields but everything's covered in like Goop. sludge yeah and there's like um like ocean floor creatures growing all over shit and like dead fish lying around and um and there's some sort of i want to say kind of terrorist organization um fox die but you are you are you are somebody who from what i can tell your set of skills involves being able to move freely between foot from from a to b right right um and that's backed up by the fact that your your name your character and role is porter right and so you're literally a porter you carry goods like a porter at a bloody hotel or whatever Mm. um i'm just watching the footage of him literally just sprinting away from bad guys (laughs) yeah and the fact that when one of them swings and hits him with a baton, it like knocks items out of his inventory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the, at least early on in the story, and possibly a lot of free roam side mission shit, would just be you grabbing things and porting them from A to B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then utilizing some CQC. Yeah. The fact that they've started showing Norman Reedus more and more with a ponytail just mm. makes me think that um, more and more the character is going to visually change until he just starts looking more snakish. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, Yoji Shinkawa is still the character and tech designer, so it's going to bear a lot of resemblance to Metal Gear Solid. Mm. But, gameplay-wise, it looks like it has that same sort of hyperfluidity that Metal Gear Solid 5 did. yeah exactly it seems like it's the same engine even though it's not yeah um, is, are there hints that you know what this game is is basically the bones or has the bones of what he was planning to do with the next Metal Gear Solid game before Konami got rid of him I don't know that he ever designed anything like that I don't or did he try to make this game with them originally and they said no fuck off well, he, and he was like, I want to make this game or else I'm not making any more Metal Gear Solid. And so he's like, well, fuck you. We own Metal Gear Solid. You can go. I, I think they just had enough of him because he he was so caught up in what he thought Metal Gear Solid Five should be that he kept wasting a lot of resources. Resources to, do th- to, yeah, okay, yeah. to build things that didn't really achieve a lot. I mean, you've played it through, through the end. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that it's basically they um, the, they they turn the act to end into the ending of the game when it's not the end of the game. Yeah, there's yeah. supposed to be an entire another act at the end of it where he goes and tracks down Liquid so that you actually sort of 
close the loop and it informs the start of Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm. Um, but you only know that from what we've learned some, about some it. Some production stills and yeah. a making of video if you bother to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, as I understand it, he just got that difficult and that he got too close to the project that um, that he spent the budget on the first two acts and expected to have a whole nother budget for the third act by the sounds of it I, I yeah i think as well as that he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and um growing the project without agreeing to the limitations that he had previously agreed to like he was just mm. like i I guarantee he would have been part of it was him being unreasonable. But oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you would ever fight somebody like Hideo Kojima because you would always get a good result if you let him do it. Well, yeah, it makes you wonder what, at what points in the previous games did they think he was being unreasonable and had those similar conversations or didn't or whether there was new people attached to Konami at this, with this round that like wouldn't take his shit i don't know i, I had and, no patience um, for him it's it's bizarre it, it may be a case of him going i want out and them going well we're making another game without you so him going well fuck i have to stick around because if i don't make this they'll make it wrong yeah 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 but i mean he's been making Metal Gear solid games for 20 years almost 30 at this point yeah is that much fun yeah, um, and you play you you see Death Stranding, and, and if if we knew that yeah, well, was, Metal, Metal we Gear came out eighty seven. Yeah, so yeah, thirty if, years. If we didn't know that it was impossible for this to weirdly hype, uh, weirdly warp itself into a Metal Gear Solid game, mm. like if we didn't know that that was an impossibility, you'd believe from what you'd seen that it could be possible. Mm. Um, it, it just it it involves enough clearly Kojima style shit that it could work. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Um, but the big thing I'm interested in is like weirdly enough, considering I played Metal Gear Solid Four first, which and went backwards from there. Yeah, considering that's the game that's like, this is the culmination of a character you've known for ages and it's full of nostalgia and it's extremely driven by, here's a representation of something you've already seen before. Yeah, yeah. It was very strange that um, I cottoned onto it and liked it so much because it was it was evoking nostalgia to things I didn't I'd never experienced. Yeah, I was I was watching the swan song of a hero that I've never met before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and somehow that still managed to work, though. I think yeah. maybe more about Some, how I for something that was so heavy and rich and and lore, lore and fan service and connective tissue. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could still jump in and felt like you were a part of it. Or maybe it's it. just statement of how open to that type of thing we are mm. and how we. Well, yeah, like, I've, I've lost count of the number of things that we've. Not. I've lost count of the number of like movies and games and shows and things that we've jumped in on at the eleventh hour. Yeah, and um, 
you know, appreciated it for what it was and then learned about the rest of it around it and, and you know, not necessarily gone right back to the start, but just, yeah, I don't mind playing things like that. Yeah. And also just um, Metal Gear Solid informs a lot of video game cultural references. Yeah, that's so true as well. Yeah. Even if you don't know Metal Gear Solid, you should know it from other stuff. Mm. Yeah. But um the but yeah, the interesting thing for me is whether Death Stranding will have that same um plot and characterization that you really glom on to. And just the world building as well, whether I'll care about it as much as I started to care about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Like I don't actually really like Solid Snake as a character because I think he's which there's reasons I've discussed why that is like Solid Snake was meant to be the cipher like you're meant to he actually lacks character entirely and you're meant to institute yourself on top of him yeah exactly it's um whereas um Big Boss Big Boss actually had personality he was a human he is a character he has his own drives he lived a life before becoming what he was he was yeah he was not necessarily born to be what he was yeah people care about him and he cares about people and yeah. you can see why yeah like they they characterize him he is a person and unlike solid snake he's actually in charge of things whereas solid snakes by design is just somebody who gets told what to do by the people around him. yeah even though at every turn even the the good guys and the bad guys are all being constantly manipulated by higher powers that yeah. they don't fully understand <laughs> but are trying to break free of. But the the more you actually break down what, especially the latter Metal Gear Solid games and latter as in, chrono- uh, as in time, not chronology, mm. um, they're quite a fair indictment on the treatment of soldiers by society. Oh yeah, I think that's probably what people... I don't know, but yeah, that's why I liked Big Boss as a character, even though he was in charge of things. People still treated him like a soldier, like he was still a product of soldiering. But it's, especially with Five, where they really get into, like, um, emotional trauma and damage to your body for Mm. being a soldier. Yeah, yeah. And the, the whole concept of Outer Heaven as soldiers have been mistreated by society long enough so we're going to build a society out of soldiers for soldiers where soldiers can live in a way that fits soldiers Mm. and it's it's fantastical but if you actually think about it it's not i mean if you 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 only need to see a few movies about soldiers or hear stories from soldiers and you realize that being a soldier fundamentally fucks up your perception of reality. Like you're you're way more able to cope with horrific things mm. and by they just don't hurt you anymore. Um you you don't violence doesn't particularly scare you. You get used to being horrifically on edge all the time. Or just um uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, you're but you're a, a far greater sense of general physical awareness and alertness 
to a probably damaging degree you'll be constantly ready for battle yeah i mean that's testament to um there's a reason why humans always find a reason to fight is because we're for better or worse designed yeah, yeah, it, it's tr- like how do we you separate the idea that we're designed to fight and be soldiers <laughs> and um, work like that, or uh, you know, have we just because we're intelligent found the most effective way to uh, to live that kind of stuff out? Mm. But uh, yeah, it's and because um, you always get that reality of they will um, go away to war and then they'll come back and then they'll go, um, no, I, I want to go back out. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to reintegrate. I felt integrated in that in that lifestyle. Yeah, and when they anything. do try and reintegrate, they get shat on by society. They don't get taken care of properly. They don't get support for the damage done. Mm. Society doesn't fundamentally understand what it means to have transitioned into becoming a soldier mm. it's it's well it's that lends all... it's lends it's um lends the thought to the idea whether or not you know like what singapore and korea do where you've got conscription and for three years of your life you do live that life yeah what whether or not there is something to that if there is a benefit to um uh having that that baseline for all people where you, your entire so everyone does understand what it's like should is actually a militia yeah and not for the sake of at any moment we, we could all pick up arms and and take care of business but purely to acknowledge what it's like for those that do yeah um oh wow i'm just watching a just letting a bunch of game trailers run through pokemon sword and shield are real 3d games oh really Oh, I was just yeah, looking at those before, the, so they come out this year, don't they? <coughs> yeah, it would. Um, they are Switch games or are they yeah, DS? Yeah. They don't. Um, you're not. It's not like the the remake of Red and Blue. That what was the other one that came out before? Like you're actually in three dimensional space and the world is three D. It's not just an old two D game that's been ported and, and updated and. Okay, so it's its own new game, which is... Yeah. Okay. Trailer. I want to look. Me wanty. Have you seen the game that... The, um, the oh, yeah, game? sure. Okay, so it's genuinely yeah. just a, a 3D Nintendo game. Yeah. It's about goddamn time. <laughs> well, I still maintain that what they need to do is combine... Um, how Zelda Breath of the Wild feels with a Pokemon game. Mm. Which this isn't quite that either, is it? Yeah. It's, no, no, it's not It's not like a free roam experience where Pokemon just occupy a landscape. Mm. Um, have you seen, I think it's, is it Riot Games that created Mad, Max Payne? Riot Games? Uh... uh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I did remember that right. Um. So their new game called Control. 
it, 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 it reminds me of Alan Wake in the sense that I think they're good at making shooting games that are mechanically fun but they're not good at making good stories that make you want to exist in those worlds mm. so they just make like good competent bland shooters huh like it, it it looks cool you can like fly and you can distort reality and you can do shit but it also kind of looks boring yeah like um quite flat yeah in terms of the experience okay i mean it's like even i like the max Payne games but i'm not going to pretend that they're not a bit dry oh yeah like the third one is phenomenal in my opinion but yeah it is um it might not be right the, the only other i oh, know max Payne was um rockstar remedy entertainment and rockstar remedy remedy yeah. not right right does something else um yeah alan wake quantum break control yeah, yeah quantum right. break was very bland and like control um Uh, right game said um rocket league i think or something oh like, no uh, legal league legal legends sorry yeah yeah right no i, I don't even know but you was too. way off way off yeah remedy now i can even see the logo in my head mm. um oh yeah it does look like pretty mad max game really mm. um it, it, even a point where you're walking down a, like a tunnel a vortexy tunnel that scene when you're looking for look going through your old family home and walking on that red line. That's right. Fucking hell. I remember thinking that was such a Did he die at the end of the third one? Finally? No, he goes and lives on a beach. He like he like disappears into nowhere anyone knows him basically and tries to stop shooting people. Oh yeah. So you could absolutely just throw them back into another sequel someday if they wanted to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, and a, a, a game that I always think of after I think of Max Payne that I still think is criminally underrated. Kanan Lynch 2. Oh, God, Dad. yes. Fucking hell, that was a great game. It's... Do you have that? No. I don't believe I do. I'm sure you could get that for like five dollars. That's another good co-op game for us. Also, you need to get Age of Conan. I do too. We played played through Conan Lynch too, didn't we? Yeah. Because it was quite a short game. Yeah, it is twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. And frankly, I'm pretty sure you could get it for cheaper than that. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, people shit on it, and I have no idea why. Kane also, and Lynch, really? But it's... I mean, Kane and Lynch 1 is a, is a iffy game. It's kind of buggy, and it doesn't always work right. Mm. But Kane and Lynch 2 is like the... In my opinion, uh, the heat, like the movie Heat of video games, mm. like it, 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 it manages to maintain a really, really brisk and like sharp level of tension. It has an exceptionally 
cool visual style that's Like it, the whole thing looks like a YouTube video on purpose. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the colors are blown out when you shoot somebody too harshly in the head, like it blurs out there. I always thought that was just cool as shit. Mm. Maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. Perhaps. Um, and yeah, it, it had a really cool multiplayer mode that I don't think gets enough credit. Mm. Were you you all work together to rob a bank or I think it was a bank might have been a couple of other things um, but at any point from picking up the loot to getting it back and securing it mm. you're able to shoot the other players that you're working with oh right okay and so by doing so you also identify yourself as a traitor if the other players just like if you all agree to kill one person mm. then the split of the cash goes to say three ways instead of four ways or two ways instead of four ways or huh. or you take it for yourself at the end yeah 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 cool uh, but it is that Biomutant game meant to be any good? Biomutant? yeah it's coming out this year THQ THQ doesn't exist. Ah, THQ Nordic. Nordic Jumpkahu. Experiment 101. If I remember rightly, THQ Nordic is like the only close to remaining THQ thing because THQ went. went just bust. As fuck. I've never heard of this game until now. Mm. Which is weird. I tend to be pretty up on my games news so i'm not really it's not like so it's not like things that i've seen before but it is very much an action rpg huh i was watching the trailer now it's got a What does it remind me of? <laughs> Somebody's comment just says the cats from Monster Hunter got their own game. Okay, <laughs> cool. Kung Fu Panda plus Halo plus Ratchet and Clank. Oh. Or Bloodborne plus Dark Souls plus Furries equal Biomutant. Speaking of Dark Souls, apparently you mark, a dark... <laughs> you mark your spot. To, um, you save your game by urinating to mark your uh, territory. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, apparently, from software, the people that make the Dark Souls games mm. are teaming with George R. Martin to make something. Oh, okay. Which I don't know whether that means it's a Game of Thrones harsh game, or whether they're just he's just writing some lore. Mm. But either way, I feel like that's. I mean, you know. Let's just hope it doesn't go tits up like every Del Toro experience with a game. <laughs> well, that's that's why Del Toro and um, and Kojima. Now, what's the Norman Reedus are in um, Death Stranding? Oh right, because the Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And why the 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 like Death Stranding creatures are called PTs? 
All right. <laughs> so not even subtle. Yeah. But nothing they can do about it either. No. Might oh, have you seen the actually, um, the trailer for Ghost of uh, Tsushima? Tsushima. Yes. It's a sucker punch for the guys who did Infamous and Slider Yeah, sucker punch sets it. Um, yeah, and it it it's the closest thing I can think when I look at it is Onimusha. Yeah. Um, somebody says, "God, I hope this is, becomes just the red dead of um, of feudal Japan." That would be fucking awesome. It's a fucking beautiful game. Yeah. It's it's doing that cool thing where rather than just going straight for Japanese reality, you go for like Japanese drawing reality. Yeah, the hyper real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where everything's extremely brushstrokey and coloured, but at the same time, still looks real, which is yeah, very dreamlike or um, very uh, fable based, kind of like history of Japan, kind of. colors and everything it looks really good though i watched another trailer for biomutant and i was concerned by how wonky the like frame rate on all the animation was mm. for a trailer that's a bit scary is a new conan yeah. game coming out what's it called conan unconquered do you actually play as Conan in this? Or? Uh, hard to tell. Your character kind of looks like the dude from... Oh, yes. It's a RTS. Oh, right. Okay. That, that makes sense. You, you just... Why the, why the video trailer for it looked epic, but yeah. Okay. Just standard for those games. Yeah. It, 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 it seems like somebody's basically done a remake of Age of Mythology, but yep. with a different... Um, with a, with a magic and um, Viking kind of lore to it. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's, get Conan Exiles as soon as you can. Yeah. I, I shit you not, that game has far more depth than it has any credit having. Oh, God damn it! I shouldn't have clicked on Cyberpunk trailer. I just want to play it now. Is that going to release date yet? Uh, no idea. I, I legitimately wonder whether Death Stranding will get delayed. Mm. That is an extremely specific release date for um, anything related to Kojima. Um, the only hints at Cyberpunk being released are, um, are saying June 20, 2019. But it hasn't actually been confirmed. It's all speculation. Well, um, I mean, it's just common for E3, Project Rift, yeah. E three, I think, is in one. Is sometime next week, I think. So. Yeah. What well, says? <laughs> fuck! They've been showing teaser trailers and best trailers and stuff since twenty thirteen for this game. Yes, but um, they Witcher three was exactly the same. It's th first person as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I've found. honestly, I was disappointed by that, but yeah. also I'm not against it. No, but just if if I think it's it's 
questionable design, but I, I get it from an RPG standpoint. But I always think it's questionable design to have um, got have. What am I trying to say? I was about to say Godzilla because I just looked at a picture of Godzilla. <laughs> um, I think it's questionable design to have you create a customizable character and then put you inside it. Yeah, like what? What are you hoping to achieve there? You're not yeah, really you're not, experiencing not it. it. I'm hoping it because it's doing that. It goes more the Fallout route where you can just pick. Yeah, I I think if it feels like anything. I mean, they've explicitly said it as first person only. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think if you're looking for it to feel like anything, it will feel like um, Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah. Which, those games were games that I personally thought it was a, it was a double-A game that was trying to sell itself as triple-A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was... Um had a lot you, of you um, like look at the corners and the cracks and you like see holes and things yeah it, it wasn't a um, well built game they just really liked to um... I think it had serious development problems like it it kept like I'm sure it got delayed more than a year well even the original games were fine by concept but they, they weren't like mind blowingly um like genre defining they were just games it's the French for you though French? is it no it's Montreal it's um, Canadian is it so regardless (laughs) French Canadians am I right? oh boy Mm. Um, yeah alright well we should wrap it up here then got a decent slog of an episode where we're tiredly talking about things we've watched and <laughs> it's been a long fucking oh, yeah. indeed um, but this has been your latest episode of Wired Shut I have been your host Jesse he's been your host Logan I've been your host Logan he's been your host Jesse and hey look at that we've hey. actually released two episodes in two weeks hooray <laughs> we're almost almost back to the way we was um yeah hit us up where you find good podcasts and all that jazz wiredshutpod.com we're on twitter at wiredshutpod and um yeah if you're a real human and follow us on twitter we might send you a t-shirt so and we did for Gary no, I don't know. Brian Brian <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> it was like a normal dude name. That's what I remember. <laughs> Underscore two four three or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's us. That's been us. We've been us. Yeah. You be you, and uh, yeah, don't be us. Have fun. Stay young and squirt you. Yeah.